Welcome to the first episode of Skin Science Central, the podcast that explores all things related to skincare and dermal science. I'm your host, Carla, and today I have a fascinating topic to discuss. Papulopustular rosacea, or papular rosacea for short, and its often mistaken identity as acne. So let's delve right in. To begin, let's establish what rosacea is and explore its subtypes. Rosacea is a chronic and often frustrating skin condition that primarily affects the facial region. Its prominent symptoms include persistent redness, noticeable blood vessels, and on occasion, the presence of pus-filled bumps or pustules. There are four main subtypes of rosacea, each with its unique characteristics. The first one's a bit of a tongue twister, but it's called erythematotelagictatic rosacea. This subtype is characterized by redness and visible blood vessels on the face and often accompanied by a sensation of heat or burning. Then there's papulopustular rosacea. This is the focus of our discussion today, and this subtype exhibits facial redness alongside the formation of papules, which are small raised bumps and pustules. This presentation can easily be mistaken for acne. The third type is phymatous rosacea. Although less common, this subtype leads to thickening and irregularities of the skin. It's most prominently affects the nose, a condition known as rhinophyma, but it can also extend to other facial areas. And then the final subtype is ocular rosacea. This subtype predominantly affects the eyes, resulting in symptoms such as irritation, dryness, and in some cases, vision impairment. Now let's take a closer look at the signs and symptoms of papular rosacea. This manifests as small red or pink papules and pustules situated primarily on the central face, including the cheeks, forehead and chin. The appearance of these lesions strikingly resembles acne, often leading to confusion among those experiencing them. Moreover, individuals with papular rosacea might encounter episodes of flushing, persistent facial redness, and in some instances, a burning or stinging sensation. And in some rare cases, pruritic or itchy sensations may also be reported. It's important to note that papular rosacea may occur alongside other subtypes of rosacea, making diagnosis and treatment more complex. It's essential for individuals experiencing these symptoms to seek professional dermatological advice for a proper evaluation. Now let's delve into the demographics affected by papular rosacea and its prevalence. Rosacea is a common condition with a prevalence ranging from 10 to 22% in the population. While it is more frequently seen in individuals with fair skin, it's crucial to recognize that it can affect people of all skin types and ethnic backgrounds. In people with darker skin, the classic symptoms of rosacea, particularly redness in the central face, can be less visible, making diagnosis more challenging. Some estimates even indicate that there could be as many as 40 million cases of rosacea in individuals with darker skin worldwide, contradicting the misconception that it primarily affects fair-skinned individuals. This can result in misdiagnosis and delayed diagnosis of patients with darker skin, negatively impacting their quality of life and the progression of their disease. An intriguing aspect is that women are more frequently affected by rosacea Yet, when men develop it, they often experience more severe symptoms. However, it's worth mentioning that the prevalence of rosacea in many countries, particularly vast ones like China and Australia, remains largely unknown. And that's why research and further studies on rosacea is needed. Now, onto a fundamental question. How does papular rosacea differ from acne? Well, acne lesions can appear in different forms, including open and closed comedones, inflammatory papules, pustules, and nodules. 
and rosacea appears as pimple-like bumps and facial redness. Although these conditions may appear similar, their underlying causes and treatment approaches are distinct. First, the age of onset is a key distinguishing factor. Acne typically emerges during adolescence, driven primarily by hormonal changes. In contrast, papularization tends to manifest in adults, frequently occurring between the ages of 30 and 60. Secondly, the location of symptoms is another pivotal distinction. Acne is a condition that can manifest on various parts of the bodies, including the face, neck, chest, and back. In contrast, papularization predominantly concentrates its impact on the central face, specifically targeting the cheeks, nose, and forehead. Additionally, the triggers for these conditions vary significantly. Acne can be influenced by hormonal fluctuations and exacerbated by factors such as diet and excessive sebum, which is oil. On the other hand, papularization tends to be triggered by external stimuli such as temperature extremes, which is extreme heat or cold, spicy foods, alcohol consumption, and emotional stress. And there you have it, listeners, another in-depth episode of Skin Science Central. I trust that this comprehensive exploration of papularization and its differentiation from acne has enriched your understanding. Always remember to consult with a dermatologist for personalized guidance concerning your skin concerns. If you found today's episode enlightening, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing it with your friends. Stay tuned for more episodes on papularization. Until next time, cherish and take care of your skin. It's the only one you got. This podcast is provided for informational purposes only and should not be regarded as a substitute for professional medical advice. If you have specific concerns about your skin, consult a qualified dermatologist or healthcare provider.